Welcome back to Conspiracy Club. I'm Tom. And I'm Emir. This week, we're going to do something a little bit different because we're going to talk about our own personal experiences with the supernatural, our ghost stories. And uh, this will include stories that might be shorter, some of them might be a little longer, and some of them might not really be supernatural stories at all, but might appear that way, or might just be our lack thereof of supernatural stories. But I have a handful. I think Amir has a handful. We'll probably just try to go back and forth. So, Amir, do you want to start off by telling? I mean, I guess I can start off. All right. So, this, I, okay, I had to be probably six, maybe six or seven. So, my dad used to have a house in Detroit. Uh, I lived in Detroit at this point, but my dad also used to have an, a house like his him and my mom didn't live together this before they got married. And uh, so he lived in a house in Detroit on the street called uh, Nottingham. I just I just went back to that street today, actually, ironically or not, and seen his old house. It looks fucking awful. It looks Nottingham nice. like the woods from Robin Hood. I guess. I mean, I've never read Robin Hood, but sure. So, so yeah, uh, for some reason I was, my dad had this old truck and for some reason I, he made me sit in the car while he went in the house. And like, I mean, I was like six or seven, so I'm like, okay. And, uh, he had a, he had an eight ball for the, uh, the, like, what do you call the thing that changes the ignition or changes the gear? Uh, I have no idea. I don't, a whatever gear the, shift. Gear shift. There it is. Hit an eight ball for it. So I'm like, cool. I'm I thought you were like, about to be like, my dad had an eight ball of Coke. No. And I no. was like, damn. No. Air it out. Yeah, no, not that. He had an eight ball, for like the actual eight ball for that, which was cool, I guess. So I'm sitting in the car. My dad's in his house, and it's like, it's nighttime. Everything's fine. I don't know why I was chilling in the car, but I'm just chilling. I think I was playing my Nintendo DS because I don't I did DS Classic, which was fucking beautiful. I missed it. No, no. I did Nintendo SP Classic. I was oh, playing, shit. I was playing my SP. I was six or seven. Were so you playing S- Pokemon? You damn right I was. This uh, yeah. is one. Did you play Ruby? One, uh, I think I had Ruby. I had Ruby. I wanted to have both, but I had Ruby. Because I always felt like it was a different experience on the other hand. When it, it really wasn't. It was just a different final boss but anyway so i'm in there chilling god they used to give people back in the day on pokemon but that's a side conversation but so i'm chilling in the car i'm playing uh ruby on my nintendo sp it was either ruby or fire red it's one of those two those are the ones i spent most of the time playing but out of nowhere the car just starts moving and i'm like holy shit so I'm in this car and it's moving by itself. What what kind of movement are you talking? Are you talking about like a shake or like, like it's rolling no, forward like or backward? It's moving forward. Oh. And he and he kind of lived on a hill, so like the car is picking up speed. So I'm like, fuck, I don't know what to do. So for some reason, I opened the door and jumped out the car. <laughs> and I mean, like straight on, like you know when you see people leap through windows in like movies, yeah. that's what I did. I like I just leaped out the car. Like, I was fucking Action Jackson. Would you bring your Nintendo with you? Oh, you damn right, dude. I'm not leaving that <laughs> in there. Come on now. So I leap, and I fucking tumble onto the grass, and I, and I almost hit a tree. It hurt like shit. 
And then I run in the house. I'm like, Dad. And he's just like talking. He's like, what? And I'm like, the car is just, the car left. And he's like, <laughs> he's the like, car left. He's like, what? I'm like, it's just, it's going down the street. So he just fucking darts out the house. And he's darting down the street, running after the car. And he's quick. He was quick by then. I'll give it to him. Like, my dad, I mean, he's quick now. But, like, he was in his, I think, 30s, maybe late 20s. Nah, it was his 30s. I think early. Then he, so he jumps into the truck and he gets it to stop. And then he just, like, brings it back. But he had, they had already ran over so much trash can. It was a, it was a moment. So then he brings the car back and he's like, what the hell happened? I'm like, I don't know. It just left. It just started moving and I jumped out. And yeah. Why? I don't know. I don't even remember to this day why that car just started moving down the street. No, but, there's no answer. It wasn't like faulty, uh, faulty brakes? mechanics or... or yeah, I don't know. It was an old truck. I just know I jumped out of a truck. I see. That's what killed Anton Yelchin. Yeah. Is wow. the, the the Jeep? The Jeep? I think he had the. Yeah. It shifted out of neutral on its or shifted into neutral on its own, rolled down the hill and got him. Well, that's what happened to me, but I left, I leaped out of that motherfucker. Yeah, and you got the SP with you, so and you I got the SP, so my life was good after that. Yeah. All right, I got one for you that might be a little creepier. That one was dangerous, but mine's a little bit creepy. So I've moved around a lot when I was a kid, and even now still. Um, and there was one point we were living in a house. So where I have five siblings. And at this point, I think I had three and two of them lived with me with my mom. And we live in this house. And uh, one day we wake up and we're, you know, we're around and we see that there's a picture frame or like a, a picture stand. It has like three pictures in it and you sit it up on the ground and it's been moved. It's in a different spot that isn't normally in. It's like in front of some cabinets. My mom's like, did you guys, did you move that? Who moved that? And uh, I'm like, I didn't move it. And my sister Brooklyn, she's like, I didn't move it. And so you go and ask my brother, Zach, who's the youngest one at the point. He's, uh, you know, several years younger than me. And uh, he's like, yeah, I moved it. And my mom's like, why did you do that? You know, I mean, that's like a normal thing for kids to do. Yeah, yeah. Stuff. So expecting him to be like, you know, whatever. I felt I'm like it. You respect him that. And uh, he was like, well, Grandma told me to. Oh, shit. And we're like, and we, so at this point, we have like, I, I probably all of our grandparents are, you know, they still are. So, yeah, all our grandparents are alive. And so we're like, oh, it must have been some. <laughs> wait, wait. Oh, you said at this point, well, all my grandparents are still alive. But, like, that made it sound like they were dead. But then well, you were No, for just sure. wait. Okay. And we're like, okay, I was expecting it to be like, you know, one of our living grandparents, you know, be like, oh, that was that one. And we talked, you know, when I was over at her house or whatever, and I just was thinking of it or, you know, something or imagination or something like that, you know. And he says our grandma, he actually says our great grandma that had passed away recently before that was the one that had told them to move the uh, move the picture frame. Really? Yeah. Well, you know, they say that kids are able to see like ghosts. Because they're like, why is that? Because they're like they're more open minded. They're more. Uh, I think so. It's like receptive to it. Yeah, because they say like dogs will catch can too. 
like when but kids can they like they say there's something with us where like the older we get we out of nowhere just at some age like stop like seeing stuff like that we just kind of like i don't know say that that's not relevant to what we need to see so we kind of like force ourselves not to see it anymore but when they're younger kids can see them i don't know in that vein when i was a kid or even now i don't know what i'm saying when i was a kid even now when i when i see like the cats and they're just like looking past me at something totally different and i look and i like follow their line of sight and it's just like nothing i'm like terrified <laughs> i was just downstairs last night at like 12:30 in the morning on my computer in the dark um there's like a kitchen light on that's you know a ways away, but I'm in a in the dining room in the dark and I see the cat look at me, but then it looks past me, and I'm like, oh shit, here we go. I'm not even gonna look or look behind me because right behind me where I was sitting when there's a big open window, and I was like, nope, nah, I'm not turning back there. What if someone's just staring at you through the window, dude? I didn't want to know. You didn't want to know? Were. No. What if you broke in and then you would have been ready? You're right, and I would have preferred it that way. Jeez. All right. I, okay. I'll. You want me to go now? Yeah, if you got one. All right. So this is this is probably my fresh. This is my freshman year. So this is like two years ago or whatever, three years ago. So I got sick, right? And I did. I wasn't able. I'm like. I was lazy and didn't feel like going to, you know, Walmart. So I, you know, I live in the, you know, the the dorms, you know, shout out to the dorms. So I, I got a story about the dorms too. I actually got two stories about the dorms. So at Central, if you've never been there, uh, we have this thing called the pod or in some places called the market. So they sell, uh, uh, what is that called? Uh, what is cough syrup? And uh, for a- anyone that doesn't know, like the pot or the market, it's just like basically a gas station convenience store without the gas station. It's just in like the the dorm buildings. Some have subways too, but some don't. But so uh, they sell uh, NyQuil. So I bought NyQuil and DayQuil. They sell they sell it for like outrageous fucking prices. Oh, I know. I bought some too. Like holy shit! Like I ended up costing me twenty dollars for Nyquil and Dayquil, and I'm just like shit. And like when you, uh, I thought you were trying to make some lean dog. That, that's why. Well, well that's that's a story for another time. <laughs> but uh, so then I get back up to my room and I like you know I take some Nyquil because it's like I'm ready to go to bed. So I take the Nyquil and I lay down. And so while I'm laying down, I'm looking at the, like, the we have bunk beds at Central. And, like, under them is, like, the springs and all that. So I'm looking at the springs. And those motherfuckers, I swear they started moving. So I'm laying there. And I'm like, holy shit. And then. Wait, like, like moving like someone was on the bunk above you? No, moving as in, like, they were spinning in circles. Oh, shit. So I'm like, holy shit, am I dying? But so I'm laying there and I'm like, okay, well, let me try to get up and I can't move. I think I'm in sweet paralysis mode at this point. Oh, yeah. I never had that, but everyone talks about it. And I'm like, that is some horrifying shit. So then I'm laying there and I can't move my body and out of nowhere. So then I fall asleep and then I'm dreaming, right? And I'm dreaming like 
I'm an NBA player, and I'm about to get drafted. But then, for some reason, I missed the draft. Like I was, I missed the like the bus to get there or something. So like you were gonna be in the green room. Yes, and I missed it. So then, I, I like bolt like I out of nowhere leap out of my bed. Like I jump out of my bed. I fucking full on sprint to the bathroom and I'm like, my roommates are like, what is going on? I'm like, dude, I'm about to miss the fucking draft, dude. I, I slept too long. You said this like, stuff? Yes. <laughs> I was like, dude, I'm about to miss the draft. I slept too long. Like, holy shit. And they're like, what are you talking about? And I'm like, the draft, the, 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 the NBA draft, dude, I'm about to miss it. And they're like, what? And I'm like, oh shit. I just stared at myself in the mirror and I'm like, what the fuck is wrong with me? And then I'm just realized like, no, I was just fucking freaking out, I guess, as a side effect to NyQuil. That's why it's $20. That was a good shit. It was was, lean. And that's what I said. That was the good shit after I laid down. I'm like, shit, I gotta get that again. Holy shit. (laughs) Got me thinking I was about to go to the NBA draft. Like, shit. But yeah. That was that was my moment. That was another story of me tripping, I guess. All right, well, I got another story that's also creepier than that. Mm. It does not involve me tripping either. Oh, or or, or you know, drinking some Nyquil. Oh, I miss Reefy tea. <laughs> I uh, this is a different house growing up, and this is a short one. The different house growing up. At one point, where where in my mom's bedroom, it, that's where the laundry room is attached to it. There's a laundry basket in her room, and I think there's still just the three of us at this point. The three, my 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 three siblings and or my two siblings and I. I think that's just us and my mom. And she's like, "Why? What is this in the basket?" And she looks in the laundry basket, and we look at it, and there's like blood in the basket. Like, not an egregious amount, not, like, a shining amount of blood, but, like, enough to be, like, concerned. And she's like, did someone get cut and, like, not know it? And so we're, like, checking our, you know, our bodies, and we're like, oh, I'm not bleeding. I'm I'm all good. And we had, like, we had some cats, I think, at the point, and a, a dog or two. We checked the animals, and they're, like, totally fine. No, no cuts or anything. It was just, like, blood in this laundry basket. Mm, I don't like that. Maybe the maybe the cat got a little pissed off at itself and went to work. <laughs> it might have been something totally different, but it was kind of creepy because we're like, uh, why the fuck is there just blood in our house? Yeah. I guess I'll do another Detroit story that's kind of spooky. See, the problem is I have so many stories of my life that I've had that have happened to me. But they aren't as much as spooky as in, like, what the fuck was going on with that? So I'm going to save most of those stories for another time. Okay. But, um, so I am, I'm living in Detroit. This is just a fear I always had as a kid. Uh, I guess I had to do with, you know, living in Detroit, gunshots in the area, blah, 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 blah. So, uh. Every time when I would like it'd be nighttime and I'd be watching TV and I was live I lived by the way my house was set up was 
we had just two floors. We had like the regular floor that everyone lived on. Okay, hold on a... one second. <laughs> the cat is making a ton of noise. Hold on. I know. I can tell. Well, I can hear the little Irish fuck in the background. Can you actually hear it? Yes. Yes, All I right, can. Hold on. I think if I open the door, it might be a little quieter. Hold on one second. You remember when Spongebob beat his wife? Pepperidge Farm remembers. Pepperidge Farm never forgets. Oh my life. <laughs> okay. I, wasn't, I wasn't gonna interrupt, but it was mewing or meowing for a while, and then it started to tap on the door. <laughs> so I was like, I gotta go see what's going on. Oh, alright. All right, continue. We're in Detroit. All right, so we're in Detroit. And I, like, the way my house is set up, we had a upstairs and a downstairs. We had the one... So the upstairs had, like... Well, it wasn't... Technically, it wasn't an upstairs. It was just, like, a regular... The regular stair. Uh, so this is where my I lived. And I had the room at the back where I had, like... The window was right there. But my mom had the room next to me. And we also had a bed. She had a window, too, that was, like, outside. Dude, we had a- I feel like windows when you're a kid at night are, like, the most terrifying yeah, things they're, ever. They're fucking... Especially living in Detroit where someone would break in in a heartbeat. I just remember always being scared that I'd look outside in the middle of the night and there'd just be another face there. Yeah, exactly. And I didn't have, like... I- we were... So we didn't have... I didn't have blinds in my room because I had broken, like, most of them. Because I used to take them down and hit people with them. Or just hit, swing them at the wall or whatever. So then we had, I had a, a like a, a bed sheet strapped to it. But anyway, so every night when I would be about to go to sleep and I'd be watching like TV or something. And if it was Mondays, I was watching Raw. Shout out to Pinned. But uh, uh, so I'm watching TV. And every night when that mesothelioma commercial would come on, like, you know, when the one where everything gets super silent? Yeah. If you were a loved one or have been diagnosed yes. with mesothelioma. I would always think someone's going to fucking break in and strangle me at that scene. Like, I always, for some reason, I always connected that scene with if I died in this house, it would be when that scene would come on. <laughs> so every time I would do it, I would either quickly change the channel or, like, immediately my eyes would be locked on my window because I'd be like, this could be it. And I also purposely, because of how my window was, I slept super far away of my bed from my window because I always was afraid someone would break in. I'm like, if I'm far away enough from the window, maybe they won't see me and then I'll be fine, you know? Mm-hmm. But it never happened. But to this day, I'm fucking like frightened by that mesothelioma commercial. This is the best story we've heard so far. <sighs> really? No, it's just kind of ridiculous. <laughs> I'm just saying, like that fucking mesothelioma commercial is fucking frightening. There's also, I feel like when you're a kid, there's like some weird shit that you just latch onto, and you're like, "This is horrifying." It's literally that is horrifying to me. Like it just gets so like. It's just so silent to me, and I just feel like if I die, that's what I'm dying to. 
I always used to get scared by uh, whenever you change, you know, when you're like, well, back when, before we had like hit input three times to get to your, you know, your Xbox channel, whatever, when you plug a PlayStation in and you got to go down to like channel three or maybe yeah. even like channel zero, uh, you go down to zero and then it's that list like fuzz. Yeah. That, that always freaked me out. I felt like I was about to be in the poltergeist. Uh, I didn't, I was never frightened by that. I like, like I said, I was frightened. I was scared about that. And let me think. What's the other thing that I was really... Oh, I'm fucking... I'm not frightened anymore, but I used to be fucking scared of hot dogs, dude. <laughs> like... <laughs> what? I'm like... It, I, I have not eaten a hot dog since, like, I was probably five. Still? Yes. Like, I just won't eat them anymore. What and are you I used to. Of? I mean, it's not that like I'm afraid of it, but okay, I was okay. Is a commentary on your sexuality? Kind of, but like not really. <laughs> like, okay, I was in, I was probably in kindergarten or first grade, and like hot dogs were fine to me, but like I used to every day. My lunch used to be before I got onto hot lunch. Shout out to hot lunch. I used to have a bacon, egg, and cheese sandwich for my lunch. I just, I, I don't know why I'd eat a cold-ass bacon, egg, and cheese sandwich, but it was, like, my thing. But whenever we would have hot dogs, like, I guess, like, for, and maybe this is a commentary on how life was in first grade, but, like, some girls would be going ham on them, dude. They would be going, and I didn't even care. What does but, that mean? Acting like they're dicks. <laughs> On purpose? They're not just like, yes. them fast? No. In first grade? Yes. <laughs> what kind of school did you go to? Oh, Jesus. dude, I have I have plenty of amazing stories that verge on the... A dude beat the shit out of a girl to... I think I was responsible, or my class was responsible for giving my fifth grade teacher a heart attack. <laughs> but, wow. But I mean, if you ever want to get into those stories, I have I have plenty of elementary school stories that border on me being a terrible person. But I was back then. But uh, I will say, so to this day, I still like even now. Like I don't even think like now I'm fine. Like I I don't eat hot dogs, but like I can be around them. But I used to have like I used to fucking hated how they smelled, man. I don't know. I haven't had a hot dog, and they look so good on cartoons. I would eat a cartoon hot dog. You know. What, what do you eat? Do you just you you a burger guy? Do you eat broth? Sausage. Nah, I eat whoa. I eat sausage every now and then, like you know Italian. You gotta cut sausage. it up first. You can't. Nah, eat it. dude. I can, I can eat an Italian sausage like that, or even like a. I can eat sausage, but just for some reason a hot dog, dude. Something about it. Still to this day, I'm just I'm anti it. You see, you had do you just, you were scared of it, or you just don't like the way it tastes. I I don't I used to like how it tastes, so I don't know, man. I don't know. All right, that's some weird stuff. You're a weirdo. Whoa, that's aggressive. All right, this one uh, is actually also I forgot to add this one, so this is an extra one, so I'll have six. Um, this is a story also when I was growing up. Doesn't have to do with my family though. It has to do with my my childhood best friend, this guy named Joel. Oh, I know he's not friends with you anymore. Why? 
Because you suck now. Well, we're friends still. <laughs> but really? Yeah, we're, go we're going to New York this summer. Well, shout out to Joel, dude. He, well, yeah, and Allegan, he kind of had to hang on because there's only like five people that live there. Yeah, well, that's kind of true. Yep, including you. It's like almost everybody's your childhood friend. Literally. Not for me. I, I was not super well liked, but that's besides the point. Oh, yeah, we all know. Um. So his house, he used to live in the historic district of Allegan. And his house was, was, you know, it was pretty decent sized and was really old. It's the type that's like, you know, two stories. Um, it's got an attic and it's got you know, hardwood floors. And it had a basement that was like a hardcore Michigan basement. Like, and the, the scary kind that you're like, it's got like the one uncovered light bulb just like dangling. Yeah, and then and it's like, also like the floor is not nice at all. It's just it's like, like con broken concrete. And yeah. You're like, I'm going to get shanked. In this basement. Yeah. Yeah. I I've, had a, I've lived in a few of those houses where it's just like, you. When every time you go up the stairs, you're like, fuck. Yeah. You always think you're going to get stabbed. Like, I was afraid that I was going to get I gonna get on the stairs and start climbing up and something grab my leg, pull me back down. But okay. yeah, he, he had that kind of basement. But this, this story is not even about his basement. This story is about uh, something else. And so, ba back then, when the story takes place, the second floor of his house. So I'll give you a little rundown. So you go up these stairs. Uh, it's got like a little landing and then it goes straight up. And then so on the right, you have like a big open space. And on the, the right, you go to and there's like an office. It was like his dad's office for a while. Um, and then I think it was their bed, his parents' bedroom. But there's a room there. Next to that, kind of diagonal, is another room. Uh, and then straight across is a big bathroom. That's all like in this first landing when you get up there. You, you turn to the left and there's a hallway. Um, so you're facing on the end of the hallway. On the left, there's a bedroom. Further down at the end, like straight ahead, is a like I don't want to say an attic, but a, a, an atticy room. It's finished. Okay. Um, but before you get to that on the left, there's a bathroom. And these are the these are the kind of rooms you gotta remember. So we used to go up, and he used to have like his gaming set up in the room at the end of the hall, and so. He had, like, a bed up there and, like, you know, stuff like an Xbox and a TV. And then we just, like, chill there all weekend and, like, play some, you know, Call of Duty zombies probably. Yeah, and sweat. Yeah. Uh, and so that would be, like, the whole weekend. And then we'd – we I, I, there's, like, tons of childhood stories about, you know, about the were house. You, were you a shirts on gamer or a shirts off gamer? Uh, I was definitely shirts on. I'm okay. taking my shirt off to game. Sometimes people do that, you know? No, I feel like as soon as the short comes off, I you're immediately kind of gross. <laughs> Wait, what? I don't know. I feel like if I was gaming shirtless, uh, it would be kind of white trash for me. Oh, okay, yeah. Um, but anyways, so this room we'd we'd spend all the time there, and I remember one time we're up there, and he goes, he he starts tell me the story from when he was a kid. Um, about how it's like the middle of the night when he's telling us about how his bedroom, which is actually on the first floor, used to be that room when you first came up the stairs at the end, at the beginning of the hallway on the left. Um, he was like, that used to be my bedroom. And I had to, I had to move rooms because one night I woke up and 
there was a woman standing over me. Like a scary what? demon woman, you know, like a scary oh, figure. Okay. I thought a woman was literally standing over him like, hey. No, like a, like a scary, frightening sight standing over him. And he freaks out, gets out of bed. He runs down the hallway to the room that we're in currently. And, and when the story takes place, we're gaming. Um, he runs down to that room and he shuts the door and he leans up against it. And she's like pushing and trying to get in. And he's just like fighting back. He must have been home alone at this point. And I'm like, the room that we're in right now, the room that that's the room that he he was hiding in. And he's I was like, that's the the other room though. The one the woman. That's a room that we have to walk past every single time to get up here in like pitch black. And he talks about the next morning. He wakes he wakes up, he's in that room still, goes and checks his room. There's a puddle of blood on the floor where that Holy woman was at. Shit. Yeah. And I'm like that's horrifying and he said his parents had it te- he tells his parents what happened they have the blood tested they can't find any matches for it or anything like that no dna matches and so he moves his bedroom downstairs and that's that and i remember always being terrified whenever we'd go up there i would like never even be able to look into the room and i'd have to like fast walk past it because i was so scared and every time i you know passed it to- towards the end of the hallway i had to like you know check over my shoulder constantly because i was so afraid that Something was going to come for me. So that's yeah. what he tells me. And, and then meth is heavy in your town. And then a couple a couple of years ago, we're talking about. I think we're probably talking about ghost stories again. And I'm like, you remember, you remember that story you told me from when you were a kid about the woman over your bed and how she, you know, the puddle of blood and how she chased you to the end of the hallway and all that stuff. And he's like, what are you talking about? I'm like, you don't remember this? You don't remember when she, when she, that's why your room used to be upstairs. Now it's downstairs because you said that I told him the whole story again. I'm like, all this stuff. And he's like, this, so this is like, he's telling me this probably 10 years later. And I'm like, or I'm telling, we're having this conversation probably 10 years later. I tell him the whole story again. And he's like, oh, I do remember telling you that. Yeah, I made that up. <laughs> so for like literally years i was like terrified of that that room and everything they had to do with it and i thought his house was haunted for sure because of all this and then it was just like a bullshit lie he told me yeah, just like, to scare me he said gotcha bitch <laughs> <laughs> yeah and so i spent all that time and i was like wow i feel like a big fool right now a big bitch that's what he probably felt like you know yeah, and then he pushed me down and slapped me in the face. Exactly. Okay, I have I have an, another one. Um, so when I used to go to my uh, grandma's house in Detroit, she's dying now, but uh, she lived on this like she lived she lives kind of by uh, downtown, like she really close to the, the Motown Museum, like damn near almost there. So every time there was this one room where I would sleep in every now and then when I would like stay there, either I would sleep with my grandma or I would sleep in that room. And so every time I would go in to, in, to sleep in that room, they had an attic and I would always hear like something like running across the ground upstairs in the attic and like oh, shit. and pattering and stuff like, like a you, squirrel or he thought it was something scarier. I thought it was a, I didn't. Okay. When I was a kid, I was like, what the fuck is that? And I would never, because every time you go up there, like that, there was a bunch of shit in that attic. It was like, 
fucking old jet magazines. Like it was everything was in that mag uh, in that damn attic. There was jet magazines from when Martin the King was alive or fucking Ebony, whatever magazine company was around back then. I'm like, I'm like, I'm never going up there because I'm scared for my fucking life. But so every single night I would go to sleep and it just always I would think like, oh shit, dude. Like what if something like what if the roof breaks in and I'm fucking someone's just bust down. He's killing me. But it turns out I think it's just it was mice. Oh, yeah. That's yeah. the end of that story. Yeah, dude, I've had houses that have had bats and stuff in them. That stuff was free just the other night. Actually, I was in bed. Uh, I, I stay up with uh, my girlfriend, Caroline. She goes to bed before me because she gets up and she goes to work early in the morning. And uh, I so I go to bed a few hours after her and I get into bed and she's already asleep and it's pitch black up here. And I lay down and I'm on my phone still. And I just hear like this really loud squeaking, not like. The fan squeaking or like yeah. a cat doing something like yeah and i was like I, I i audibly went what the fuck and i turned on my flashlight and i'm like all over the room and uh nothing didn't see anything damn i thought she was gonna be like and then, and then then and then just it happened like two nights ago and then yesterday i was like did you hear that and she was like oh yeah i did it was a bat she was like, yeah, it's probably outside the window, but it might have been, like, fucking in the ceiling or something. Mm. And I was, I hate bats, dude. The one time I actually had a bat in my house that I remember, I, uh, my mom, I, I had, a, I was the only person that had a bedroom upstairs, or I might have been the only person in the bedroom upstairs, and it was, like, the middle of the night, and my mom calls me on the phone, because her bedroom's st- directly underneath mine, and she's like, there's a bat in the house. Can you bring at this point we had known that there was like a lot of bats in our house. We never seen one out. We just knew that they flew. We saw we saw them flying into the like the attic from outside. And so we had like tennis rackets around the house. And uh, this is not a ghost story, but and uh so she called me. She's like, "Can you bring tennis racket downstairs and get this bat?" And I'm in like 10th grade probably. And I'm like, "There's a bat in the house." And I put the covers over my head immediately. And I'm like, hell no. And I'm like, hang up. And I just like, no joke, was like on the brink of tears. Terrified. I hate I hate stuff like that. All right. I used to have a fear. I used to have a really bad fear of like squirrels too. And cats. You're such a fucking... All right. Okay, That's Mr. All right. Hot Dog Bitch. Whoa, 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 whoa. Relax. <laughs> All right, I have, I have a uh, another one. Let me see. What was that? I did I just lose it? I got I got a few more, so I can tell one while you think about it. Yeah. So this one is probably, I'd say, maybe my most substantiated ghost story. And so, freshman year at Central Michigan University, where we go. I'm staying, I, my room is in the terrace, which is basically the basement. It's not like totally underground, but it's mostly underground for anybody that doesn't, doesn't know. But I'm, we're, we're, I'm living there with my, with my three roommates um, in the uh, Calkins Terrace. Um, yeah, it's since been, it's since been flooded and uh, refurnished or whatever, finished. They fixed it up. Oh, okay. It's one of the oldest storms on campus, but I, that's where we lived. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, 
we had this thing where so every room in S Central has like the old corded phones on the wall that the only people that ever calls you on them are are like Central Michigan billing department that's like pay your shit. Or you could uh you could you could call them for I used to prank call people from those. Oh really? Yeah. Wait, like people does it make calls outgoing calls to other places? To other rooms. Oh, to other rooms. Yeah. I know that. I'm going to use that to my advantage. Yes, yeah, so I used to prank call people from other rooms. I mean, from my room to other rooms to say, hey, what's up? And I'd be like, is your refrigerator running? You better go catch it. <laughs> the Grinch from... Yes. That's exactly <laughs> what I would do. I just print... I would, that's all I would do. Because all you need... Well, it's kind of tough to do because you would have to, you had to find the last four digits of another room's number in order to do it. Oh, yeah? Well, once you do that, dude, oh, it's on. Well, my story is, is less fun, funny than that. Uh, and so our, we had an issue with the phone. So they have, like I said, they have these phones in every single room. And the only people that ever call, really, are uh, like people saying to pay your bill. But our phone would ring nonstop. Like, it would ring. We'd pick it up. I'd go, Hello? pause and i'm like oh it's gonna be like an automated thing that's how you know whenever someone doesn't answer immediately you know it's an automated thing and so it'd be a pause just and then just continue just total silence and i hello nothing hang up soon as that phone goes back onto the receiver or whatever the the, goes back onto the wall it starts ringing immediately i hate that shit but it happens all the time i pick it up again and i'm like hello silence again absolutely nothing Hang it up, immediately starts ringing again. So we just take it off and we put it on the on like the TV stand for you know, like an hour or whatever. That would happen literally all the time, and so we finally we tell like the front desk we're like, our phone rings constantly. No one's ever there. It you can't hang it back up otherwise it continues to ring. And it's like the loudest, <laughs> most ear rattling phone. Yes, ring it is. Ever. It's so annoying. It's the worst. Uh, and so. They're like, okay, we're going to fix it. And then it happened a few more times. And then I remember one time, this is a sidebar. I remember one time I picked it up, it rings, and I'm just, no one ever calls there. Like I said, it's either a robot or a silence. So I picked it up and I was like, fucking leave us alone, demon. And then right as I was going to hang it up, I could have swore I heard someone react. And I was like, oh, I've already committed. <laughs> just so hang it up. Too late. <laughs> yeah, uh, and so that's all that happened. But I think like the next year, yeah, so my then my sophomore year, where I'm living in a different building, living in uh, a different. I'm not gonna say where I'm living, but I was living. I'm living in a different building, and I go with one of my roommates on a, a tour of campus that Central does in October on Halloween called Legends of the Dark, Ooh. where they just take you around and they tell tell you different legends that Central has. You know, supposedly all the different hauntings about the satanic rituals and like these couples that die. This couple that died and. All this jazz, and it's kind of it's pretty corny, but we were yeah, like, "Teach how to eat ass, yeah, blah blah blah." Wow, I, I missed that portion. I must. Have oh, okay. Too, yeah, you left a little, a little too soon. Uh, we were actually supposed to go on it together, Amir, but you bailed, and that's whoa, you know, that's fine. whoa, whoa. That's, whoa. It's fine. Whoa, that's an accusation. Um, so I go with my roommate, and it's you know, like I said, it's corny. We're not expecting any. We're just like, this is it's free. We got to go for free, otherwise I wouldn't have paid to go. Uh, and I didn't pay last year to go. Um, but I was like, whatever. Oh. We can learn some. We can learn some stuff about Central. You know, like some of the legends and lore. It's gonna yeah. be whatever. 
we get we get to around campus. We get around to around where my dorm was freshman year, um, it, around uh, around Calkins, and they're like, "Yeah, that right? You guys see that dorm over there? That's Calkins." And we're like, "Yeah, we know. We used to live there." And they're like, "Yeah, that actually, there's actually. We're gonna tell you a story about a room in Calkins Terrace." And we're like, "Oh shit, that's where we used to live." So we're and then she's like. There's a room in Calkins Terrace that, for some reason, the phone would just not, would always ring. It would always ring, it would call the front desk, and it'd just be silence. The front desk would be like, hello, hello, somebody there, hang up, nothing. You know, it would, but it would constantly call them, I think it was throughout the summer, probably, I think that's what they said, but it would just constantly ring and call the front desk, and though the front desk would go down there, room's empty nobody's there nobody's trying to make a call but it would happen all the time and they were talking about that and i was like oh shit that sounds a lot like our room and our phone that just non-stop ring uh, rang and brought rang and had, rang and had silence on the other end so that's that's that story and i was like oh we were actually stayed in like a like a you know a haunted place potentially and it was close to Brooks, which, suppose, which supposedly had a girl hang herself in there. Oh, yikes. No, we're, uh, yeah, Brooks. No, not Brooks. Uh, was it Barnes. Ah, uh, well, that's and, not there anymore. Yeah, I was going to say, that got demolished. As well as another building that supposedly had a woman, I think, commit suicide. I think that those got demolished and turned into grad grad student uh, housing. Well, but yeah. But I thought that was very interesting that we were going to the Ledge of the Dark and just happened to hear a story, potentially, about our room. Yeah. yeah. Okay, I remembered it. So, at Central, I am what they call an RA, I guess, allegedly. Um, so, I'm always at the dorms, like, super fucking early. Like, I get there basically a month early before everyone else. And those halls are, like, the spookiest thing when you're there by yourself. So, I would lay... I'd be in my bed, like, at nighttime, and I'd be chilling, and, like, I would always hear, like, sounds, like, people, like, running the hallways, or people moving things, or people on the floor above me, like, tapping on the floor, and just stuff like that. I'm like, that's impossible, because I'm the only person here. Oh, yeah. So I would hear someone yell, like, running in the hallway, and I'd open the door and be like, who's out here? If you're gonna do something, just come on and just just kill me already. <laughs> Did you lock your door? Yes. Oh, every night. It like it is the spookiest thing until like people get there. And then this fast forward, this is like before, this is two years ago. So my sophomore year there. One night, me and my friends are all chilling in the room, and out of nowhere, outside the window, we just hear banging on our window. Aren't you on like aren't you on like not even on the ground floor? Yeah, we were on the third floor. So it was like, how the hell? And then we left our floor and went to the every floor above us and it was still banging on the windows. And then people out of nowhere came on the hallway and like, who the hell is banging on everyone's windows? Oh, really? People were coming out? Yes. And they tried to explain it off as It's the wind. Yeah, that's exactly what they said. That it's the wind hitting the fans that are in the windows. I'm like, what? Like that doesn't even that doesn't even sound right. Like that doesn't even sound like that would be a thing. So 
the hall that I lived in, Cobra, turns out there was, I think someone either died in that hall. Well, they died in the room that I lived in freshman year, but I lived in there the second year. So there's, they said it's been haunted ever since then. Bitch. Damn. Yeah. So to this day, did I say what did they say when that person died? Uh, no, it was like years ago. I think it was like the like night early like nineteen fifties or sixties. Like it was early, but yeah, that it wasn't so... haunted before. It certainly is now. Oh yeah, I've lived in it. Then my ghost will haunt anyone else who does. That's so, not true. I'll skip over one of them and I'll get back to it because I got another one about something that happened in the dorms. Okay. Uh, so this is this is also my sophomore year. No, is it? Yeah, I think it's my sophomore year, and I have a roommate, and he's uh he's it's just, he wasn't with us the last year, so it's like a new roommate, and um, he gets this girlfriend, and she's like interested in you know this kind of stuff, and I remember one time she talked about how. She was going. She wanted to do a, a Ouija board thing, and how she had a roommate that was super interested too, and they were going to do, you know, a Ouija board. What do you call it when you do a Ouija? Uh, a summons. I was going to say it's not. It's not. Is it that? I don't, I don't know. know. We're messing with it. I was going to say there's a seance, but I think seance is different. Anyway, so we're, we're she's like going to mess with. It. She's like, do you want to come do it? And I'm like, okay, I I'd not expecting anything so i was like okay i'll go um i'm thinking they got a ouija board you know candles we're gonna like fully commit to this thing so i go there there they i don't think they listen to this but this is not shade or maybe it is they they they're doing a ouija board they're doing it on a piece of paper that they drew bitch what that's shady and then they're doing uh, instead of like that, what's that piece called? I always forget that piece is called that, that you put your hands on, whatever that is. They're not yeah. using one of those. They're using a shot glass. Oh, wow. They got, the, can- they got the candles, though. That's kind of like, sad. I'm like, this is, I was like, there's no way. If Ouija boards did work, I'm like, there's no fucking way this <laughs> it's not one gonna does. not work on this piece of shit. Um, but, you know, whatever. I'm still, I'm still there. I'm not going to be like, I'm out of here, you know? So... Three of us there got the candles lit, lights are off. We got we're doing this thing. Put it put put my hand on. Starts to move. We have like a conversation with one of them, whatever. Like it's we're allegedly we're fully talking to spirits to a spirit. A bunch of like young people, and I noticed. So so we talked to a, a few of them. Like we you talk to one goodbye, search for another one, talk to them goodbye, you know all that stuff. And as we go, I noticed that that these spirits have a surprisingly modern, um, I guess, dialect. Like, they're using, like, uh, what's it called? Like, abbreviations. They're using, like, LOL and stuff like that. And I'm like, really feel like that's odd for a ghost to do. Unless they had died, like, incredibly recently in this area. Yeah. And I'm like, whatever. I guess I'm going in kind of close-minded, not expecting anything. Whatever, I keep doing it. And then we get to one that's named something really weird. Like, not like an old-timey name, but like 
a weird name that is remember no remember like uh that meme that woman that's like naming her baby and she the names are like lakin shaylee like all that shit kim kardashian yeah it wasn't it wasn't someone else but like those weird like cringy names that some people are like i love it it's amazing it's beautiful and everyone else is like what the fuck that's terrible it's it's unique it's different it was like a name like that there was something i I cannot remember what it is for the life of me but i'm like okay that's i'm I'm, at this point they're like you know doing misspellings which i guess you know maybe the the spirit doesn't know how to spell that well maybe it's using text (laughs) maybe maybe it's using Maybe he's using text abbreviations. Yeah, yeah. Whatever. Maybe, you know, he's like, you know, he's he's new. He he's hip. But we talked to this thing, or this the spirit, allegedly, and then goodbye. We start another one up. I'm I'm like I'm done. I don't. I'm, at this point, I'm like I'm not buying this. Somebody's pulling my leg. But <laughs> I don't think it's the person. I don't think it's my roommate's girlfriend because she seemed very genuine and honest. And I was like, I'm not. I'm not gonna fuck around. And do some of this fake shit where someone tugs it all around the whole thing. Yeah. And just like is fucking with you. And I was like, so I don't know. I've never met, I, I had never met her roommate. And I was like, I'll do it, but I'm going to, she better be trustworthy. And she's like, oh, definitely. She definitely is. And I was like, okay. So I'm, I'm, I'm like, I'm not going to leave, but I, I'm like, okay, you guys just do it. I'm just going to sit in here and, you know, watch. And so they, they talked to that one with the weird name goodbye start talking to another one the conversation goes on for a while and then they're like what was your name again like they forgot what they said like at the beginning they asked and they said they said like john or something you know continue to have the conversation and they're like what was your name again ronald reagan and so they ask and the thing says the name of the one previously the one that had the weird name yeah which by the way her friend commented, her roommate commented that she really liked that name. It was really cool. The The board said, the, the thing says that's its name, is the other one, or it starts to spell that name. And I interrupt and I'm like, that's not the name of this one. This one was named John or whatever. The la- it, That's the name of the last one that so-and-so said they really liked. And they're like, oh, and then it starts to spell out John or whatever. And I'm like, this is fucking bullshit. This is a load of malarkey. I'm like, I'm not buying this. And so I, I leave and I, I'm i like, all right, I'm out of here. You guys keep doing this. I leave and later on that night, I'm talking to, uh, I'm talking to her. I think right when I was leaving there, I'm talking to her. And uh, I lost my train of thought for a second. Bitch. <laughs> and I, uh, Oh, I just remembered something else. I'm talking to her, and I'm like, she's like, yeah, I can't believe we talked to all of them. And I was like, I don't think we did. I think that she was pulling our leg to the nth degree, and I explained all that stuff, and she was, and then she got, like, super mad at her roommate. Oh, shit. Because so she you... was, and I was like, oh, shit, I just stirred up some drama. Yeah, not you caused to. beef. And I think it was after this, I think, but it might have been might have been this year because this year i had bought a ouija board too at goodwill what the fuck ouija boards are so easy to come across yeah well like like hasbro or mattel or something one of those gaming companies makes one of those board game companies makes them especially across a a college campus so i bought one at goodwill and and i i tried to fuck around with it nothing happened i think it was either after this and i can't remember when it happened 
Oh no, it was after it was after that the the one when I did with the the, the janky one. But I, we should do a Ouija experience, by the way. Oh yeah, so we should. I'm down. I don't. I'm not gonna expect anything. But so I do that, and I go back to the room, and my roommate Chris is like super interested in this stuff too, and he's like. I tell him that I did that. And he's like, oh, I can't believe I didn't get, I, I missed it. Cause he was like out when, when we left, but he was there when I got back and he's like, oh, I'm so he's, he's bummed. But, but then I think we're just in there by ourselves and I'm sitting there. I got my headphones on my computer and my bag's facing the door. And then Chris is like, did you hear that? And I was like, did I hear what? And he's like, it sounded like somebody coughed or something or, 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 or sneeze. I, I don't remember what he exactly said, but he was like, someone made a loud noise. And it sounded like it was coming from either the common room or the other bedroom. And I'm like, I didn't hear any of that stuff. Whatever. Put my headphones back on. And then my roommate James comes back, my third room my, my, my third roommate who I've had since freshman year. And they talk they start to, and then they, they they talk about how they see something in James and the other, and uh, my roommate Craig's room. It was his girlfriend that had the Ouija board. Um and how they see something in that bedroom and they start freaking out. Like they're like, Oh my God, do you guys see that? There's like a black mass in there. Oh my gosh. And I'm like, I don't see anything. I see a room without any lights on, but they're like freaking out. And they, they, they claim that there's like a demon in this room and they draw, they draw symbols on the the door to the bedroom that are supposed to like ward off creatures or whatever. They were like fully in. Uh, and I didn't see shit, and I still haven't. Yeah, I mean, and you probably won't ever again. But uh, I got a Ouija board, and it's also glow in the dark. Ooh! So we'll have to we'll have to get our hands on a camera and film film some film us trying. Yeah, there's filming coming soon. You know, you'll see it's- us. Some other good stuff coming soon as well. Yeah, you'll see us two greasers doing a lot more. Okay, I have one more story that's really brief. And it is about the house that I currently live in, which is uh, my girlfriend's parents' house. Oh. Oh. And uh, so I... They're talking... Or she talks about how she thinks that the house... That is haunted, but that she's seen stuff in the house. And I'm like, okay, uh, what did you see? Because I'm pretty skeptical. And she talks about how she once saw her her mom's cousin, so her second cousin. She once saw her second cousin, who had passed away, walking in the house. A figure. She said she saw, like, its silhouette or whatever in standing in the kitchen in the middle of the night. But that she, when she got closer, she could see who it was. And they didn't speak to her or anything like that. But she saw it. And then she gets up the next day. And she goes and tells her mom what she saw. And her mom says that in her dream last night, her cousin was in the dream. Oh, shit. So actually, her mom has like a ton of stories. And so if we like we plan to do ghost stories like in addition where we bring on our friends and family. I think that she'd definitely be a good, uh, good person to bring on. But... <laughs> That's what she said, and I was like, "Why the fuck would you tell me that?" Because I'm here all day, but I'm not by myself. But I'm here all day with the cat, yeah. Uh, and well, and her brother, and then also I'm here late at night. Uh, sometimes then awake by myself, 
And I'm like, I would really rather not have known that you've seen something here. I just hate being in the houses on my own by myself yeah. at night. I feel like you, your imagination just starts to fucking go. I know. You hear one thing, you feel like they're going to kill you. But, but yeah. Uh, but so what I also, this is not a ghost story, but what I tell her now, because she's very, I don't want to say timid, but she she's easily frightened. Um, we'll be in bed and the lights are off. And then I'll be, you know, there's like a light, there's like a dim light in the room, like from the TV or something. Like it's not on, but like a TV bar has a light. Mm-hmm. And so you can see a little bit, and I'm like, "Do you see that over there in the closet? What the fuck is that?" All right, good night. And and she's like, "Why the fuck would you say that to me right before I go to bed?" Or or it used to be she used to sleep closest to the door, and I'd be like, "Does it freak you out that if a killer ever comes in here, he's gonna kill you first? Shit. All right, all right, good night. And she's like, "Why would you say that? Now I'm not gonna be able to fucking fall asleep." Tom the terrorist. All right. Well, yeah. So, do you believe in ghosts then? Um, yes. You do? Yes, I do. If, so, do you believe that any of those experiences are, are like definitely related to ghosts or the spirits or supernatural or whatever? Um, the window one, yes, because there's no way. I don't believe a fucking fan could do that to a, uh, like, make a loud-ass noise to point that everyone would hear it. I don't believe that. So I believe that was, like, ghostly-related. Re- I don't know. Maybe someone wanted to let me drive the boat, like, you know, like when I had to jump out of that car. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So do you? are you religious? To a degree, yeah. I feel like usually it's connected to that. Yeah. Um. Well, I'll tell you this. I am not religious. I am a religious, and I uh, I don't really believe in any of this stuff. What do you believe in, bitch? I mean, Tom. I I just believe that everything can be explained somehow. It might be a really weird explanation. It might be like an incredibly unique event, but I believe that pretty much everything has a as an explanation behind it, which doesn't mean that I'm think that anybody that does think it is like a lunatic or something because lots of people believe like i said half of america believes it and i think that for you know people like you not sound condescending but i feel like the people that believe it like or have had experiences like i believe that they definitely feel like that was supernatural i don't think that was like you know them losing their mind or something but i feel like i have never experienced anything to that and that's kind of how i live I feel like I've never experienced anything that has like definitely proved to me that that there is something, you know, some spiritual force in the world like that. Like I've personally never experienced it, so I'm very skeptical of it. I'm very interested in it, which is, you know, kind of the reason why we have this show, um, you know, in terms of both conspiracy theories and supernatural stuff, is that just because I don't necessarily believe it doesn't mean that I don't find it really interesting. And also, uh, at the same time, while I'm don't believe in it it's also like one of my biggest fears and so it's also kind of easier to not believe in it because then i don't have to worry about you know all this stuff that could possibly be happening around me yeah i can feel that but like i said that's not something it's not something like i'm open-minded to it but that's kind of my my stance towards everything is that until i see i experience i witness something that is like absolutely cannot be explained like i fully see 
like a full ghost or something or something, you know, something like that. Or I'm in it. Or, or I was to you and say I'm a ghost bitch. Or like I do an Ouija board by myself and it starts to fucking yeah. go around. That happens. Um, I'll be like, oh shit. Okay. Well, I believe now, or I believe in something at least. I haven't had that, so I don't believe yet. But okay. I, like I said, open-minded. I'm, I'm ready. I, my my mind is ready to be changed if something like that does happen. I'm not going to get on these people from a from a horror movie that's like, absolutely not. You're losing your mind. You're crazy. When they're like, there's fucking clearly ghosts. Yeah, not, I'm not going to be that. So if something happens, I definitely am going to be receptive to it. I would like something to happen. That's why I bought a Ouija board because I want, you know, if it's real, I want to know. Yeah, I'm, and I'm down to be there with you to see if it is real. Tommy. Tommy D. Tommy Two Shoes. All right, do you have anything else to say about this episode? Any more stories or comments about your beliefs towards the supernatural? Uh, No, all my other stories from there are like kind of stories that aren't exactly supernatural, but are just more of a what the fuck this happened. And yeah, I did type of story. So, and I feel like that's for another show. I say, how about we do a little tease or a little, let's, let's put a question out there. Cause there's a, a few times since we started recording and we said that that's for another show and something fans of conspiracy club, something that we've been kicking around is the idea of doing a show that is not about conspiracies. That's just basically us bullshitting and talking about yeah everything else that is not a conspiracy theory or a you know a world oddity or anything like that it'll just be you know a more free-flowing conversation about whatever we were just talking earlier that in the first attempt at recording this about the conspiracy club episode kind of started leaning towards youtube and uh and you know movies and that kind of thing um and that's something they're interested in talking about. And we've heard some people say that they're interested in hearing, they just enjoy our back and forth, and they're interested in hearing our personalities. So if that's something that you're interested in, you should definitely let us know because it's an idea that we've been kicking around. Yeah, I'm down to do it. He's down to do it. Let's do it, brother. I say it's basically at this point a question of if people actually want it or enough people. I mean, It'd be fun to do regardless, but it'd be nice to know that you guys would also like to hear that. Yeah, that's the whole point right now. We only do things that you guys want. So, if that's something you're interested in, or if you have a ghost story yourself that you'd like to share, or even a supernatural experience of any kind. I know ghost story is kind of like an umbrella thing that it doesn't totally fit because, you know, ghosts are only a small portion of what's considered supernatural. So if you have any experiences like that, um, then you let us know at our Instagram, our Twitter, which are both at Tom and Demir, or send it to us on Facebook or comment it, uh, uh, comment it on our post that's posted of uh, this episode, um, and just let us know what what your experience is. Uh, like I said, or if you'd like to have a, a kind of a spinoff show. But that's all that I have for you today. Do you have any final thoughts, Amir? Something else uh... you want to say? Um, man. Should be fooked, dog. Should be fooked. Should be fooked.